I am an uncommon church builder. I am leading second. Hey everyone, I'm Brandon Stewart and welcome to the Leading Second podcast where we're on a mission to raise up uncommon church builders and be the kind of leaders that our pastors would absolutely kill to have on the team. Man, I'm so excited for this. Here we go. Season one of the Leading Second podcast. I'm honored that you would have subscribed or that you would be here today and that you would invite us into your world wherever you're building your local church. If you serve on a team at your church, and if you want to lead well for your pastor, whether that be as a volunteer or a staff member, then Leading Second is your tribe. Leading Second is a tribe of uncommon church builders in the second chair. And so today kicks off season one of the Leading Second podcast. We'll be sharing a new episode every Thursday. So make sure you subscribe Stay tuned in, and if this is resonating with you, uh, make sure to to rate, comment, share, let somebody know about the podcast that doesn't know already, and head to LeaningSecond.com and sign our creed and join our tribe. We truly believe that we're better together in this journey of building church. A couple announcements I'd like to make before we get underway with today's episode. First of all, uh, one of my great passions with Leading Second is coaching groups. And we are excited to announce a new summer quarter of coaching groups launching in late June. Registration opens May 21st, so you're going to want to stay tuned in to LeadingSecond.com in order to get yourself signed up for a new round of coaching groups. I also want to let you know that our new Leading Second video resources are about to launch on our website, our brand new website actually, at the end of May. I could not be more excited about video resources that you can use with your team at your church, and so you're going to want to watch for that coming at the end of the month. And finally, I want to let you know if you don't know already, that uh, the Leading Second Forum on Facebook is our community. It's our place where we interact and we do life together. And uh, we do live interviews with church leaders on there. We have live um, events that happen every week. And we have a big interview. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, but I'm so excited for uh, our first uh, big uh, Facebook Live interview on the forum. So make sure you head over there, join our community. We would love to have you. Today, in this first episode of Season 1, I want to talk to you for a few minutes on counterculture leadership. Counterculture leadership. You see, for a leader to have an impact, they must first have the guts to stand out and go against the grain of culture. You know, they must see and they must believe that life and ministry could actually be different. And you know, this is why we began Leading Second. As I've crisscrossed North America these past six and a half years as an extension of my pastor, Kevin Gerald, and my home church, Champion Center, um, and I've sought to help leaders and build churches, I began to take a look at the landscape of ministry, you know, kind of the landscape of church life. And I feel like I began to see some things that sadly were very common, things that didn't match up with what I knew to be true 
of building a healthy church. My story is one of being in the same church my whole life. So at the time of this recording, 36 of my 37 years on planet Earth in one church, essentially one pastor, one vision. And while our church isn't perfect, um, I will say that it's one that's grown and it's lasted in a notoriously difficult part of the country. And our church has a culture that I'm very proud of. I'm very, very proud of the culture of our team and the the culture of our volunteers. It's a culture that is life-giving and distinct in the landscape of ministry. And Leading Second is built off the idea of looking things at a new way. Even from our logo, through our brand, through all of our message, we wanted to bring this idea of looking at things through a different perspective. In other words, we've designed this tribe around the idea of putting things together that don't seem to go together in our world. And we believe that's exactly what the gospel does. It's The gospel comes into our lives and turns what is common on its head and gives birth to something that is uncommon. And so today I want to talk to you about the DNA of a healthy leader in the second chair, a counterculture leadership. And I just want to contrast it to some things I feel like I've seen versus what I believe we're called to be as second chair leaders. If we're going to lead well, we're going to go the distance and we're going to build really healthy churches together. Our culture often says one thing, but I believe counterculture sometimes works better. By the way, have you looked around and seen our culture lately? Um, our, our culture is divided. Normal isn't working right now. Um, our, our, our politics are divided. Uh, you know, our rhetoric is divided. It seems like people are in their own, you know, corners talking at each other, not, you know, with each other. And I, I don't believe that that current popular culture is working right now. I believe that what our world needs is something counterculture. Something that um, goes against that grain and offers a message of the gospel that is totally different. Let me give you some ideas today, some examples of what I mean by culture versus counterculture when it comes to our leadership. First of all, I believe that culture says that we're supposed to stand up to the man. You know, we're supposed to stand up to our leaders. Stand up for yourself. Stand up to Trump. Challenge your leader. That That's the message that we're hearing right now. Counterculture, though, says honor your leader. You know, submit. Oh, we don't like that word. You know, submit to your leader. It often doesn't help that sometimes many of us have bumped our heads with an authority figure. You know, we've all seen people in authority make mistakes. Maybe, you know, sadly, you've even been in a situation where a leader in your life has hurt you or has misused their authority. And I would never take light the hurt that comes from that. However, our lives are still designed to live and thrive under godly authority. And the gospel and the message of the gospel offers us something different here than what culture tells us. You see, it's uncommon it's counterculture to honor your leader, even when they're imperfect or even when they make a mistake. We often turn our pastors into our saviors when we expect them to be perfect. You know, we expect them to be flawless and then we think the sky's falling when, you know, they actually show their humanity. 
um, or we have a difference of opinion than them. Um, I believe that true honor in the kingdom is when we can look at our pastors, we can look at whoever we, leads us, even with their flaws, even with their mistakes, and still honor them. You know, it's like we let them be human and we allow them to be led by a perfect God and it ends up going well for us. So culture tells us to stand up to the man, but I believe what's uncommon in counterculture that works much better is to honor our leaders. Number two, something I feel like I've seen that that's common in ministry culture as I've crisscrossed the landscape of ministry the last few years is the idea of ministry as an industry. Culture, in many Christian circles, says ministry should be done as an industry. Counterculture, though, says ministry is a call. Ministry is a call. I've noticed that there seems to be an entire industry built around doing ministry or built around church life. There's an entire job markets for our church positions out there. And we make moving into ministry sometimes as easy as getting a corporate job. You know, just choose from the list. Pick the one that you want. Pick the one that'll pay you the best. And if it doesn't work out, no big deal. If they don't treat you just right, you know, just the way you want, no big deal. You can always go somewhere else. You can always just go down the street somewhere that'll pay you better, like you better, promote you when you want to be promoted. But the only problem is I don't see this approach in Scripture. And I don't believe it's entirely healthy in the church. And, you know, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place to transition. And there's a time and a place for those services. And I don't believe those services mean ill. And maybe we'll talk about transition and things some other time. But let me offer you this thought today. Culture in the church often says ministry as an industry. I believe it's uncommon or counterculture to view ministry as a call. You see, when the call of God is on your life and when God has called you and assigned you to be planted in the church that you're planted in, it will sustain you through the tough times and through the tough seasons. I haven't stayed planted in one church for 36 years because it's always been easy, you know, because I've I've always, um, you know, thought we did everything perfect or we thought we always made the best decision in every way. You know, that's just low-hanging fruit. That's just not the reason I stayed planted. I stayed planted because God had called me to our house, because God has assigned me there. And um, in the tough times and in the, the moments where I bumped my heads, I found that God sustained me because the call was bigger than all of that. And sadly, I believe that's an uncommon view of ministry. I just challenge you today to realize that if you're somewhere and God has planted you there, just be immovable. Be the kind of person whose roots go deep, that that trust for God promotion to come and God transition to come. And 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 if that comes, great. But but if not, so many more times we need to find ourselves staying planted rather than moving. And if if God's called you to where you're at, you can trust that He will work it out. And you can trust that He will promote you. And he will take care of you. So culture views ministry as an industry. Counterculture, though, says ministry is a call. I feel like I've noticed a third thing in culture, and that is transient opportunity-seeking leadership. 
transient opportunity-seeking leadership. Very similar to the last point, but just the idea that, that I'm supposed to go where the best opportunity is. I'm supposed to go where the biggest opportunity is. And it doesn't matter if I move around. What does it matter? Who is it hurting? Transient opportunity-seeking leadership. I believe counterculture, though, and something that is found throughout the Word is staying planted. You see, our lives are like seeds, and everyone is planted somewhere. You know, the question isn't if you're planted. The question is where you're planted. Everyone's planted in some environment. And the impact of our lives is determined by the quality of the soil and the length of the time we stay in it. Counterculture, the Word of God, reminds us and challenges us to let our roots go deep so that we can truly bear fruit. You know, I've seen life turn out totally different for people who accept or reject this fact, that staying planted works, staying planted is found in the Word of God. Typically, as soon as the honeymoon period wears off of a new opportunity, we begin to look for greener grass, and we be we begin to look for greener pastures. And if this becomes a habit of your life, you will become transient. You will pick up and go to the next easiest place, the next best place. And I truly believe you will become malnourished and your fruit will be limited because you're constantly in the soil and out. And in the soil and out, let's be the kind of leaders that can go the distance and stay planted when God has assigned us and called us someplace. I feel like I've seen a fourth and final thing. I'll I'll stop here for today, I guess. And uh, because I could probably go for two hours just on this idea of culture versus counterculture. I believe it's very common in the culture of ministry today to view entitled leadership. Entitled leadership. In other words, um, young leaders that, that see themselves as deserving an opportunity. You know, as, as deserving a moment. Deserving a promotion. Um, quite possibly before it's time. I believe that what is counterculture or uncommon, though, is high-capacity, selfless leadership. High-capacity, selfless leadership. Let me explain this. See, I don't get to contribute at a high level in my church just because I've been around a long time uh, or just because I feel like I'm owed that opportunity or just because I'm something special, which I'm certainly not. That would be called entitlement. And I believe entitlement is killing our generation of young leaders today. I get to contribute into my church because I've committed to growing my own leadership capacity and being able to run strong for the kingdom. You see, my church has advanced over the last almost 17, 18 years that I've been on the team. My my pastor has moved forward. The scope of our church has advanced. The The amount of responsibilities have advanced. And, and I don't deserve an opportunity just because I've been around a long time. I am entrusted with an opportunity because I'm constantly growing with the church. I'm, co- I'm growing personally as the church grows numerically. I, I, I'm working on being a high-capacity, selfless leader. In other words, we must remember that we are entrusted as young leaders and not entitled. We are entitled to nothing and entrusted with everything. I I believe that as a leader, if you will uh, view yourself this way, a new hunger will take over your life. 
Well, you'll realize that the greatest thing you'll ever do for your leader is to grow in your capacity and to be able to handle more and do more selflessly for the kingdom. You know, imagine with me as we close, imagine how potent your church could be if it had an uncommon counterculture DNA. You know, the Bible says this, the Bible says that they will know we are believers by our love for each other. In other words, people will walk into our churches and they'll walk into our company and they will sense something different about us. And that very thing will draw them to Christ. That very thing will cause them to, to want to be in the church because it is uncommon, because it's counterculture, it's unusual. And I don't always know what causes a team to have it, you know, that it quality. But all I do know is that sometimes you walk into a church and you can sense if the team has it or the team doesn't have it. And it is powerful. It builds healthy churches. But I believe it is counterculture. It is the willingness to stand up against common culture and to go against the grain and make a path for something different. That's what my prayer for Leading Second is, as we embark on this new experiment and see what we can do for the kingdom. My prayer is that we can pave a different road for leaders, because I believe there's a lot of you out there just like me who, who want to do this right, who want to do this well who love your house and love your church, and you view church and view ministry the way that I've just described today, I want to give you the courage. I want to, I want to fill you with hope and with faith and um, help strengthen you so that we can live and lead in an uncommon way. Let's, let's commit today to be uncommon. Let's commit today to be counterculture and to lead in a way that is unique and in process uh, build uncommon churches and countercultured churches for the glory of Jesus Christ. Love you guys. I'm so thankful that you're on the journey with us. I pray that if this podcast has resonated with you, I pray that you'll share your story with us. Um, I pray that you'll you'll write to us, maybe give us an idea for something else you'd like to hear us uh, discuss. You can always email us at leadingsecond at churchforward.co. Leadingsecond at churchforward.co, or you can send us a message through our website, leadingsecond.com. Also want to encourage you to find us on Facebook on the Leading Second Forum. That's our community and our tribe, and uh, we love to engage with you there. And uh, finally, head to leadingsecond.com, sign our creed, and let us know you're in. Let us know that this resonates with you. We would love to build healthy, strong churches with you. God bless you. Let's run strong for the kingdom and lead in an uncommon way together. Oh.